So this week on Curry Connect, I talk about something that we all love, admire deeply, truly, passionately and no, I'm not talking about your partner. I'm talking about some good, amazing, delicious, tasty, mouth-watering food. Ah, the thought is only something else. Hashtag throwback to my favorite restaurant. But come back to Curry Connect with Nadia Michael at One Latte, please. We share a love for latte, but we also share a love for food and talking about how it communicates, builds communities, and how it has led to Dubai becoming a melting pot of cultures. There are also some recommended places to try in there, which I am myself looking out for to try once this opens up. And go watch something a little personal to me as well, because it's something I've written about. So I'm really looking forward to this. Thanks for watching. So first of all, thanks again for no worries. And yes, uh, finally, <laughs> finally, finally, yes. <laughs> Nadia, tell me, how did you start blogging, and how did you hmm. start even food photography for that matter? How did you venture? So, um, I initially was in PR. Okay. Um, I used to have a nine-to-five job, and um, I felt that maybe I wanted to go out on my own, do something on my own. And photography has been something that I always loved for a very long time. Not necessarily maybe food, but um, just generally. Yeah. And I had a lot, like a lot of my friends used to come up to me and say, you know, you seriously should start like focusing on food. You really know how to capture it. So I was like, that used to play at the back of my back of my mind and then um, I decided okay maybe one day let's just quit the nine-to-five <laughs> learn a little like hone the skills a bit so I took some courses and tried to understand the skill and then I think I just said okay I take the plunge go and I started approaching people and then one thing led to another and then it, it's just a kind of skill that I kind of it grew along with me mm-hmm. And it, so food photography kind of like ties into my blogging. So I thought, okay, if I do food blogging as well, it's a good way to promote myself as a food photographer. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, let me start a blogging page. So I decided to open one, start one latte, please. Because it's, um, coffee has been something that, yes, (laughs) it's like, it's the blood, it's fuel. I said, okay, let's, um, Let's do something around this, play with words around that. And that's how One Latte Please started. And um, it's been, I've, I've been in food photography for the past maybe six years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, and I think uh, One Latte Please is four, four years in now. That very point that you said that you moved away from your uh, corporate career into this, how challenging was yeah. that? Of course, uh, you have to be willing to know, I mean, willing to take that risk where you may not have income for a month because uh, you don't have a job. You know, there's no guaranteed income. You have to you have to like weigh the pros and cons. But I had a very supporting family and my husband was like, you know, go ahead, do what you need to do. So, of course, it is challenging because you have to promote yourself and you have to be confident in yourself. And you have to be saying like, okay, I can do this. So if I approach someone and I say, I can do this for you means you have to be confident enough that you can deliver on the project, you know? 
So that's one aspect to to it. And then you need to be comfortable with not having your fixed income in the bank every month. Some days, some months can be really good. Some months can be very slow. Example, like right now, you don't prepare for a pandemic, right? Yeah. I think what if you have the passion, yeah, and you go into it with maybe food photography aside, but blogging. If you go into it with passion, and you don't go into it with "I need to make money," yeah. the chances are you come out of it more successful. I feel. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because if you're only going to go into it with the idea of making money, money is something that will happen or may not happen. Yes, but love and dedication into everything you do, I think money will automatically maybe follow. And the pressure, I think you have to. It comes with time. In the beginning, if you're when you're starting out, you want to please everybody because you want to make contacts, you want to network, you want to gain momentum, you want people to know who you are. But I think as time passes, you kind of get comfortable with yourself, and you know what you want, and you gradually feel like you know what? Okay, it's if I don't get this, it's okay. If someone else gets something I want, I don't get it, it's okay. So it, it's a lot of work that does go into. creating just that one post so when people say ah oh, okay it's a mango you're like no but do you know what happened like what went beyond like to make that mango look appealing to you do you know what happened behind the scene so yeah it can so long to actually get that shot and you know process yeah yeah and sometimes people don't get like sometimes it can take sometimes it takes me about maybe like 4 to 5 hours to curate one shot from the idea of like especially if a brand approaches me from the idea of like cons- like conception to how i want to do it to testing whether this will work hmm. to then actually styling the shot to taking the shot to post production to editing to then finally getting it up on social media takes a takes time yes yes and it's so, one you know and it's all one mango example so you can imagine i think food is also relatively easier to get into yeah because i think other it's like travel and lifestyle and cars or accessories a lot of investment needs to go into that it's also because i feel food is intrinsic to all right i mean it is body connects with it and that's precisely what i actually wrote about as well that uh i wrote about it based on a liter- literature novel and how it represented uh, migration and that mm-hmm. i actually realized that there is so much to discuss about this you know there is so much to talk about how food has actually pervaded every category whether it is because we often think that you know the novel's point of view is actually that even before i did the thesis i don't think even i would have thought so deeply about the fact that food could talk so much about society yeah and it does So it does and i think it people connect on food yeah. Mem- like if you the smells the taste it all brings like memories that come back to you from whichever period in your life if you know and people if strangers you can connect with strangers on food yeah so it i think it brings communities brings people together and gives you a chance to get to know someone you know yes and food is something that it's not there's no right and wrong with food I mean on a broader scale like yeah, yeah. not saying bad food but <laughs> you know so 
what I like necessarily not something you like. Yeah. So you know, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a. You can play so much with this. Yes. And and there's so much creativity that you can put into one dish. You know. Yes. That's why I also feel like Dubai is like such a hot pot of so much. Cultures. It's like yeah. a melting pot of like so many cultures and so many. uh like within the cultures like indian food is not just indian food within indian food you have so many varieties yeah yeah you know and you it's all yeah and good varieties and you have it across the spectrum like you can go out and have a 10 dirham meal and you can go out and have a 1000 dirham meal and be equally satisfied at both ends yes yes you know yeah. so i feel like food in dubai is like I think that's what I think it revolves around. Like food, people live here to like go out and eat. I feel. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what makes the place a lot more communicative and uh, you know open to exploration. Like there is a transactional bond happening between everybody because yeah, we've all tasted different kinds of dishes. You know, like we've tasted Arabic. Arabic has tasted Indian. Indian has tasted Thai. So you are familiar with. different forms of and what i feel as like when i travel sometimes you feel oh i've not had indian food for so long let me have some indian food or i've not had chinese food for so long so let me have some chinese food not necessarily depending on where you are does that food actually remind you of the food you eat at home you know what i mean yes but i feel sometimes in dubai if you go out to eat indian food you are getting indian food yeah. you go out to eat arabic well that's in the region but if you go out to eat uh thai food you are getting thai food yeah you yeah. know what i mean it's not like a take on thai it's not like a take on indian no i feel the it's the, the root of the culture still there in the food over here yeah since you are into this i must ask you that what are your top 3 places that you recommend uh, your personal favorites let's say your personal favorites okay i would be hard to narrow it down to 3 okay but uh, <laughs> i really like reef yes oh classic so his in daral wasal his restaurant is phenomenal um his food is phenomenal it's like i think he has this, this his brain does not stop work like it doesn't stop it just keeps going you know and uh the, the food that he comes out with is unbelievable i like him i love um mayit tacos which is in jlt their mayit tacos uh, it's amazing their tacos are unbelievable okay. um i do love lo but unfortunately i don't think they could keep open during this time so they had to shut their doors for a little while hopefully okay. they will be back strong and unfortunately i think even 21 grams had to shut down close um, close for a little while um street tree they are another one of my favorites oh, they are in jlt they do yeah asian food is uh, unbelievable their thai food is insane um yeah so these are some of my i think some some of my more local local fair high joint for a burger i think that's one of the best in town okay these are all yeah. i need to try yeah i've only tried your first one all of them i need to go and try oh, really Oh my god you'd love you'd if you're a foodie all of them like across I, none of them serve the same kind of food when you're posting something virtually how do mm-hmm. you uh, make 
the audience believe that hey listen you know what this was good and this is through that one picture ah okay so um for me most of the time it's my like again everything i see sometimes i feel i do it too much but it's like almost like i'm constantly looking through the lens through a lens hmm. that no matter what i am seeing i'm like oh how would this look and how would i do this so sometimes when i eat like even if i make a bowl of noodles at home for me it's like if someone send me noodles i would be like if i looked at a bowl of noodles what would i need to look at for me to want to just dive into this bowl and say okay i want to eat this would you say that that's i think a key tip when it comes to photography in general sorry would you say that that is a key tip when it comes to photography yeah. in general as well to you know do yeah. your research and think like you would like your viewers of course of course so now food photography i feel as a profession is a little bit different from blogging mine because one i do both i kind of one kind of trickles into the other yeah but if you were to say someone does only blogging or only food photography so food they're very different from each other so because blogging is something that you is more experience hmm photography food photography is you're doing you're telling somebody else's story okay thank you so much this is really no problem thank you Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, then do give us a follow and tune into our next episode as well. If you wish to watch the videos on YouTube, you can check them out at Karishma Connect and give us a follow on Instagram at Karishma Vallathe. Thank you again. Take care. See you in the next one.